0: Welcome to My Own Boss, number one center, a woman, as the Hey there, welcome to the My Own Boss Instagram project. Today I'm talking to Renelle Velez of Cake and Lace Events. Renelle built her mad skills in the corporate world for nine years when she found herself at a crossroads. After evaluating her abilities and ruminating on what she wanted to do with her life, she decided to go all entrepreneur. She created an event planning service, focusing on custom events detailed to match her clients' personalities and interests. She also took her social media abilities and rocked marketing. She built an amazing business in a short amount of time. Listen to Ranelle's story here. With Cake and Lace Events, which is your company, How long have you had it?
1: Um, I've had the company for about two years.
0: What made you decide to, I mean, it seems like such a a dream job, and yet I know it's always hard when you're organizing an event. There's so, so much romance and beauty associated with event planning, particularly you focus on weddings, cake and lace. What made you decide to do that? What's your background? What led you to it? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. So my background is actually in sales and operations. So mm-hmm. i had a couple different positions in the past in um, the corporate world, where I've done corporate event planning, operations, um, and you know, started actually in sales, I'd say about in, in uh, 2006. I say my background now is really more on the logistical side and just knowing you know uh, client interaction with uh, corporate event planning, kind of mixed all in there. I was actually let go from a company that I was with for about nine years. And oh. uh, after being let go, yeah, you know, I kind of just, you know, took a step back. And I've always wanted to, you know, own my own business. I've had, you know, a lot of experience, you know, managing employees, managing projects. Um, I'm certified in project management and just decided to go to for it, you know, so. Oh, that's uh,
0: awesome. Sometimes out of a a really kind of like a crushing event comes something really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and I I didn't know where the business was going to go, but, uh, you know, it kind of started as more of a side thing. I I definitely love, you know, the sales and operations uh, industry that I worked in for so many years. Um, I definitely wanted to jump, you know, jump right into it, uh, but definitely wanted to kind of, up, you know, and and try this out first, um, and it just obviously worked out really, really well. So Yeah. Um, no.
0: How did how, when you just started? said, okay, I'm going to do the event planning, and of course, it was related to um, what you've done, so you were comfortable with that. But yeah. how did you reach out and find your first client, and who ha- would have the faith in in you as well?
1: Oh, the same. Oh, my first client got just yeah. like, So my first writing that I ever did. So when I was like, go, you know, I took a little while off, you know, a couple of weeks, I would say, to put mm-hmm. everything together and just start off, you know, slow. Um, uh-huh. And I, you know, did all the entrepreneur stuff. So I set up a Facebook account, you know, got my website up, et cetera, et cetera. And I just kind of threw it on Facebook. And, you know, I did not get anything at first. And I re- really relied on social media marketing to get me my first client. Um, and it did so I think uh, it was a major. Yeah, wow. we were we were booked for our first client. Obviously, you know, we offered a really great rate for being you know our first wedding. Sure. Uh, but you know, I uh, I would say yes. So, uh, Facebook is kind of how that that happened. You know, they emailed us, so they saw you know our our page on Facebook, um, and we had a really great introductory price. But uh, it worked mm-hmm. out really well. So I think you know that's what I love helpful. about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love I love about it that um, you know so often I hear people saying oh Facebook doesn't work you're not going to get sales out of it it's just for present. And you know to hear you that you got your first client through Facebook and and you actually you have a fabulous Facebook page by the way. Um oh, yes. Yeah, um, I I think that's that's sort of that's really validating for the people who are out there on Facebook. That's really good. But one of the things I noticed about what you do and I don't know if you did it from the start is that you post regularly. You engage. You know, you have, it's, out of your life type thing. It's you know the events you're doing and you're featuring people that probably love that they're being featured. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just like it's, like I say it's real. It's active and I really like that about it. I
1: and I it, think networking is definitely key. You know, and, and not you know I learned that from my prior life. You know, when I was in the, in the mm-hmm. corporate world as well. Just networking is very important. And then stepping into you know the wedding industry. You know, um, I. I just I do a lot of vendor meetings just to get to know new vendors, existing vendors in the industry, uh, you know, and and help, you know, and I, I would help. The ROI on that is, you know, recommendations or just a strong sure. partnership if you ever yeah. cross paths. So,
0: so how did how did you start with the networking? Where did you go to form those alliances and find people that you clicked with? Because that you know, yeah. you're just starting sc- square one right there. And so, like I say, you know, you you went outside a little bit outside of what you were doing for the corporate world. So that would be a little daunting. You had a lot of courage, so that's really cool. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I would say um, a big piece of it was just using social media. So, you know, I I was going into an industry that I kind of knew, right, but not specifically for weddings. And um, I targeted talking to vendors who were fairly new like myself. Uh, Uh We were in the same boat, you know, we were still figuring it out. Um, you know, we want. I wanted to expose myself to similar resources, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to really look at that that, uh, part, that ideal client that I wanted. I you know, just DMs on you know videographer mm-hmm. that I really liked, and you know, guy hired us to find a videographer, and, and you know, and him and I just have had a great you know pretty much a friendship since that first wedding because they were mm-hmm. also fairly new, you know, mm-hmm. so we're figuring it out together. Um, but Then I also reached out to you know, another wedding planner who has been in the game for you know, X amount of years and just asked, you know, her for a couple tips. And she was fairly you new, know, maybe like three two or three years as well. Um, but she uh you know, she gave me some great insight, you know, as to, you know, uh what what kind of styles of wedding planners there were in the industry, um, uh, you know, who to know, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I would say a big part was just uh, you know, just finding uh best to do that like myself and introducing uh-huh. myself. Um and sure. the second part would be uh, you know, I knew a lot of the venues already. I've you know, I've been to a lot of weddings, all of the events sure. um, but just you know, during those first six months, um, you know, I went on venue tours with the venue owners and established relationships with them. Oh uh, God, even yeah. if I didn't have a client. Yeah. So I would just I would say, you know, I'm a fairly new wedding planner in the industry. you know, I have, mm-hmm. you know, you know, five to six years of this event-friendly experience, uh, but not necessarily, you know, in the weddings. So I would love to see how your, you know, venue works with the flow of a wedding itinerary instead of a corporate event. Um,
0: right.
1: And so I did a couple of those at some of the, you know, the higher-end venues so that was, you know, what I would ideally want my target audience to be later down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way I would be able to speak to clients saying, you know, I was familiar with this venue or that venue, um, etc.
0: So. Oh, that's really good. What, what I like about it is that um, <clears throat> you treated it like a job from day one, and you kind of, you didn't wait for it to come to you. You took the initiative to go out and look at the venues before someone asked you to. So you got all that stuff in your toolkit, and you're ready for the, for the yes. clients when they come your way. So that, that's really good. You know, some entrepreneurs forget that piece. They've, they've got to be working it. Even if it's not sitting on their desk, they've got to be preparing for it. And it's like your nine years of corporate work was preparing you for what you're doing now. So yes.
1: That's, yeah, that's, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But what did I noticed on your website, which I personally love, um, your, your website's gorgeous, but when well, you talk you. about, when you go to the service page, the services, you've got six different packages, I believe, and you put the prices right on there. I like that. Is that something that, you came up, I don't, you know, a lot of people don't put prices on their websites, and so then you, you know, you have to go ask, and it, it just seems kind of awkward, and yours is just right there, this is what we charge.
1: Yeah, that is a great question. Um, absolutely, I put our prices on there, because um, that, you know, I, I our, our target audience is really millennial brides, so, you know, uh-huh. we target that. Yeah, you know, twenty five to thirty five or so year old ride. Um and I'm not saying that they're a budget because you know, I I wouldn't say our prices are necessarily a budget friendly, uh, but they need to know how much it is at the very beginning. Even myself, you know, and I I think with my, you know, years in sales, uh you know, I worked for a telecommunications company for quite a while. Customers always want to know just how much is it gonna be monthly? or any any service provider you have, right? Or Right. Whenever you purchase something, how much is the the end result? And mm-hmm. um, I think it also just filters out, you know, brides who are not in your your budget, your price exactly. Uh, exactly, right away, yeah. which was really the goal. So, and I think right. just from an entrepreneur standpoint, you know, not only does it you know make sense for clients to know you know what they're getting and how much they're paying, because uh, the packages on there are are fairly detailed, you know, bullet points of what's included in the package. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an you know, entrepreneur, you know, you know how much you're going to make and what your goals are going to be, you mm-hmm. know, in 12 months. So, right. for instance, you know, I only took, uh, I would say, about 13 events um, this in 2019. So, 2019, I had 13 events, and mm-hmm. I priced that out. So, I, I looked at uh, how much I wanted to make um, in terms of, you know, that dollar amount at the end of the year, um mm-hmm. and then how many packages that I need, not need to sell, but was I able to, sure. to take. Um, and so that's another reason why I put that on there, um, just so I could, you know, quickly, you know, determine, you know, what what that looks like. So and it just eliminates that extra step. I mean, I think I think a lot of uh, business owners they, you know, they make the mistake of having so many steps in their pricing or sales process. You know, when you're working sales so long, you want to close the sale, you know, right mm-hmm. away, right? If the client, right. Um, right. you know, is thinking about going with you, you know, when you have, when you have your prices on there, it eliminates that. You know, let me send you a quote. Right thing. So the bride has an idea of what they're going to be paying um right. they don't have to wait two more emails to get that quote to see your mm-hmm. custom quote um etc yeah. and then you don't waste your time as a business owner either
0: so oh exactly that's one of the things i love about it because just even for what i do with my business coaching and consulting um i want my i want the price out there so i don't have to have that awkward conversation you know yeah. for them or for me <laughs> you know it's just like i don't know it's, it's so much easier so yeah i really i really like that that you did that i um also your your team you've got there's eight of you that work together you've got yes. em- employees when you started was it just you or did you hire other people right away or how did you do that
1: oh gosh yeah at the beginning it was myself and a business partner partner um, at the very beginning um her yes. and i are not together anymore she actually went to go do some other amazing things in the nonprofit world, got her master's.
0: Oh, wow, well, cool.
1: um, Yeah, so she started the company with me, uh, but then, you know, she dropped off, you know, a couple months into it, just because, obviously, she's doing really great things, you know, in life, I love her to death. Um, and yeah. then after, I would say, the first year, I was just getting booked, uh left and right, and I uh-huh. realized that, you know, one of the biggest things that I like doing in my career, in my past, in my past career, uh, was employee development. Um, mm-hmm. I've, you know, I've managed, Large sales teams in the past. I've indirectly managed, you know, managers uh, from retail employees to other corporate employees, um, and uh, that's what I enjoyed to do. So, you know, after getting my feet wet for the first year, I realized that, you know, I uh, I needed help. I wanted to more bright, but more importantly, I, I wanted to find you know girls that or that I wanted to develop and, and turn into planners. That, you know, cause this is definitely a dream job, not only for myself, but. for others and sometimes you know they not everyone has you know the courage or the time to just start their own wedding planning company Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um the the, my team is composed of so diana is my company manager and she actually started out um as an intern from the very beginning of Uh so she was just an intern and event assistant um she wasn't a planner at the very beginning and then after Powering through the you know, wedding season with me, I actually just recently offered her the company manager position where oh, nice. she a lot yeah. of the day-to-day for me, right. um, a lot of marketing um, and, and so forth. So I just, you know, working with her, really trusted her to just, you know, chase the business and kind of, <laughs> and, and really run with that. But um, uh-huh. then that's after just a year of just sticking with me through Stick and thin. Um, and then a lot of the other girls, I have uh, three other planners on the team. These are full, you know, full, uh, associates or associate planners, excuse me, where, you know, they have their own weddings. They have their own brides. Um, they follow up with the, they follow up with the clients, you know, throughout the year that they're planning. Um, and you know, I did a full, you know, interview process with them as I would in like the corporate world, uh, Uh over, you know, my expectations, one of the contracts with them and, Really look for planners, you know, that wouldn't require me to, uh, you know, second guess anything if I were to give them, you know, a, you know, part of my company brand. Sure. Um, a lot of these employees were either, you know, a recommendation from someone in the industry or, 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 you know, a couple of them actually, uh, found me on Facebook.
0: Wow, um, that's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then Diana, um, she was actually a, uh, an event planner in New York, and she just uh-huh. DM'd me on Instagram and was like, hi, I'm, I'm moving to Washington. Um, I'd love to intern for you. And, you know, that's how her and I wow. met. Wow, you know, that is now, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think the power of social media you know, is big. Um, and then once you meet in person and you realize that you click and you trust right. these individuals with your brand, um, you know, it makes a huge difference, you know, with growing your business. So. Right.
0: Yeah, and you, you do a really good job on Instagram as well. You the page there is really nice. Well, one of the things I liked is you talked about the personalization and customization for the wedding, the people you do for your weddings. Um, it's like you talked about uh, you're going to remember about Aunt Vicki, which was really charming. How, how, do you, how do you remember that step? Or do you just take good notes and, and keep that in your planner so that you remember those things? Would you have a good memory? <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Um, no, the personalization. You know, when I when I uh, started in the industry, I looked at you know what is going to set my company apart versus the other wedding planners that have been around forever. You know, what is my right. background? You know, how is my background different from someone who um, you know has been submerging like with a catering background or, or whatnot? Um, and I think in sales, you know, one of the biggest things is tailoring the solution to your client. Um, and that's that's the personalization stuff. And you can you know right. if you've been in sales. B be B retail sales whatever it is um, mm-hmm. you'll know that you have to ask questions to really personalize you know sure. that solution for the customer to buy right. um, and that's what we do with our weddings so yeah going down to you know knowing who your aunt Vicky is um, and the dog think,
0: topper I think we talked about
1: a dog yeah <laughs> yes. yes. yeah we we try to be that you know that couple just forever planner um, and the uh-huh. family planner, right? So we like need to know, uh, yeah, yeah so who's in the family, What you know, what their mom's, you know, mother's name is mm-hmm. uh, because on the wedding day, you know, we're not just serving, you know, the bride and groom, we're there for right. the entire family. And okay. I think that, that's huge. Um, I and mean, then that's yeah. the side of the experience part. And I think personalization with the planning part of our packages or just our company in general um, is really tailoring, you know, that design or just little things uh, to make the wedding special. Like yeah. the dog poppers. I know. I had a wedding where the bride and groom they had little corgi dog toppers oh. because that was, you know, their thing. Yeah. You know, we had a lot of a lot of dogs. Personalization, I think, is that it's kind of a thing right now. Uh, I think you know, we so. Had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had dog cheese. Uh, but then we also do things and make recommendations that you know I think there there's a lot on a bride's plate already around you know you know having table numbers on their table or what flowers are they going to have. You know, uh-huh. But I think I've you know had brides where brides and grooms where they've traveled the world and maybe we name every table you know during the wedding you know a different country or city that they've traveled oh, yeah. together. Just like creativity,
0: yeah. right? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then
1: that way you know and we like we don't you know market it as much, but I like telling the girls you know when you put together a wedding or you're designing a wedding, make sure you ask yourself is this a cookie cutter wedding? Uh, right. Because that's what we want to avoid. We want to make sure that we can reference and say. You know what the wedding? You know how personal is it? Is it? Right. I have a couple who um, they met on Tinder. You know, and we're, we're, we have Tinder cookies, you know that are going to be part of their dessert table. Little oh, Tinder cool. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's know, great. It's, it's yeah. silly And cute things like that. And uh-huh. you know the, that's where really where we want to step in and just help personalize the wedding that you know the bride the bride may not have thought of herself because she wants someone to play for her. So.
0: That's that's really cool, and it's it shows you know how much you're connecting with your clients as you go, that you're getting to know that part of them, so that you can make it more special. That's that's great. So uh, I'm gonna go to the business part of it, and so you've got um, you coming from corporate, you've got some good business you know concepts, principles, things like that ingrained in you. And then you're shifting to work for yourself. And then, so did you, one of the things I see with um, creative events, event photographers, you know, caterers, things like that, is that all important contract with a client or the importance of getting a deposit or the, you know, that sort of thing. Did you struggle with that at all? Or did you already kind of have that because of your um, corporate background? Oh, yeah.
1: So I, I did a lot of research, actually. So, um. Very similar to, you know, the business side. I would think the the business side from from my background really came into play with uh, the structure I have, the client focus, um, Mm -hmm. working, and and, and the client follow-up, you know, more of that B2B type of flow. In terms of, like, the contract, I did a lot of research, uh, you know, with, with uh, online, you know, I reached out uh-huh. to other vendors. God bless like, Google, producers. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Google. And then just talk to some other wedding professionals in the industry. Right. Like, what do they require? And those are a lot of questions I get today from people that are starting out. um mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the very beginning, I was like, you know, and I, and I just tried it myself too. I was like, oh, I'll have the bride put a 25% uh, deposit, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. but realistically you know I should have done a 50% because a lot exactly. of things change between now and a year from the wedding right. right right so that was something that you know I had to keep in mind about myself
0: <laughs> so, yeah no totally and those yeah. are the things you kind of learn as you go um that yeah. just okay I, I realized now I needed to do that yeah, yeah. so yeah.
1: Um, and then one thing I did that I do want to recommend to anyone is you know I think a lot of us go into the business just with Word and bring on an Excel sheet, um, you know, but I think a CRM tool is definitely, definitely recommended. Oh, right a, right what? The very, a CRM oh, what is, tool. So it's a relationship management tool. Um, I think in sales, you know, it's, it was huge for me. Um, oh, a CRM.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch it. Yes, definitely. Oh, no, no, yeah. you're fine.
1: Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of great solutions out there from, you know, planning pods, to honey books. Aisle Planner. Um, we use Aisle Planner, and that's actually uh-huh. something I I regret not doing from the very beginning because I uh-huh. had to manage Google drives and folders and Excel sheets myself. When there uh-huh. are tools out there that can help you uh, run your business smoother and faster, um, right. so you know you do pay, you know, like a monthly or whatever it might be. Uh, but the you know it's definitely worth the organization and the time right. you're saving. Uh, and then on top of that, it's your business look a lot more professional. Right, it does but yeah. you know it's, but you can throw your logo on there, you know, there's and let the customer know that their invoice is gonna be in their inbox. Um, right. And, and so forth as well. So uh but that's you know a big big piece. Because there's also pre generated contracts um uh-huh. a lot of these CRM tools that are you know approved by you know right. uh, someone who you know use them in the past legal advice in there, um recommended, you know, clauses that you may want. Um, sure you know to begin with
0: um so that's probably the biggest the biggest recommendation for anyone starting out that I would have but I, that I I didn't do so. oh that's that's a great yes <laughs> let me be an example for you but <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome um, I, it doesn't it a lot of the CRM tools you can use as a kind of like a company um communication device so everybody can see where you are with the project and like the, the client yes. is does that work that way with um Aisle planner oh
1: absolutely yeah yes. um, That's I cool. It shows you the percentage of how, you know, what percent of your, uh, that is planned. You know, if so I have a couple of them, like 10%, I have some right. them, like 70%. Oh, right. Like, oh, oh, that's
0: they're. cool. Yeah. Um, but that's it's like a, a
1: collaboration <laughs> tool. Yeah. It's to my logs in.
0: Yeah. There's like construction CRM. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, <laughs> this, this uh, building is this much along. Um, what's your What's your favorite app? Do you have an app on the phone or the, yeah, that you like using the best for any of it?
1: Uh, for any anything, right? Yeah, for um, any part of your
0: business. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I would say um, Buffer is probably on my list right now that I am in love with um, just because, uh, you know, the YC is busy, but Buffer, you know, if you're not familiar with it or whoever's listening to this is it, but, um, oh,
0: yeah.
1: it, it schedules your social media posts for you. Um, oh, okay, was, yeah. Yeah, and there was a recent update a couple months ago where, you know, you can, so like I have my social media set for the next 10 days. Uh-huh. Um, You know, and, and a lot of those days are. Relevant to whatever holiday it is, what sure. day of month yeah. it is, um, what, what hashtag of the day it is. Uh-huh. Um, and so it just saves me a lot of time. So, you know, it does take me about an hour, hour and a half on like a Sunday night to schedule right. out 10 to 15 posts. Uh, That's but, great you know, though. Yeah. Yeah, but to wake up and just like see your post post for you. It's oh, like I'm magic. Yeah. It. yeah, and it's free. It's awesome. free out, but yeah. I, I love it. So. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, I'm going to check that one out. I um, I use a different one, but um, I'm always looking for something that's just a little bit better because you know, mine can be a little cumbersome at times, so that's great. Um, gosh, uh, oh, one of the things, too, I love that I saw in one of your posts where you um, did schedule for the holidays so your team can kind of take a little bit of a break. I just want to say I think that's awesome. And where did you get that idea?
1: For for buffer.
0: Well, you know, for, um, you, you're in one of your um, social media posts, you talked about um, your team. You didn't schedule events for, like, over um, the holiday. Yeah, so I thought that was really nice and thoughtful of you. What, did that just happen from your past experience wanting to be relaxed, or is that just, yeah, how did that happen?
1: I would say it was, you know, not really a marketing thing for me, but more so, you know, the, yeah, I would, I would experience that in the corporate world. I've worked, you know, in 95, I've worked in retail, um, and um, it's, it's nice to just take the, you know, that December off. And it's something yeah. we actually disclose to our clients during the consultation that we will schedule around the Christmas holiday, you know, and that's just so, you know, the bride isn't super stressed. I actually just texted mm-hmm. a client this morning and said, hey, if you want to just check in, um, there's nothing on your part, you know, planning-wise to, to knock out this at all
0: you oh, that's nice. know, Yeah.
1: enjoy the rest of the month you know like, but, like you'll hear from me again in December or yeah. January excuse me um uh, but yeah no I think that it's just something I I want to do that and you know, I've worked crazy retail hours in the past right. you know I've right. worked um you know and it's, it's nice to just not work as much and this is downtime right. for the wedding season anyway so right. uh, you know, I think I
0: think that's really nice though and it's good for your yeah. staff and it's good for you, to, you yeah know. yeah
1: So much for listening to my own boss podcast. For more information, you can visit us at boss.com or you can also follow us on
0: Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at my own